Hi, I'm Rich Keeble. Hi, I'm Jenny Gaynor. Now you may recognise Jenny from her starring performance in Singin' in the Rain. <laughs> and you might recognise Rich from Ghosts. Oh yeah, baby. Thank you very much. And this is the podcast where we share our showbiz lives. It's Jenny and Rich's showbiz stories. Da da. Hello, Jenny. West End star Hello. Jenny Gaynor. Hello, Rich Kubel, comedian, genius. Are you a comedian? No, you're a comedian. Oh, it started well. Comedian Comedy for genius. Now. Comedian. Is comedian still used? It sounds a little I don't bit, bloody um, know. That's like, doesn't it? am I allowed to say actress or actor? I don't know why either. Anyway, hello, I Rich Keeble. <laughs> hello, Jenny Gain. I'm just going to stop making my mic look quite such, such a jaunty angle there. There we go. Um, yeah, nice to see you. Um, well, I have actually seen you in person recently, although I haven't seen you on this podcast for a number of months. And that number is... About six, isn't it? Or seven months? Where does the time go, dear? Where's the time go? It might be eight months. Was it February? Is it really? This? I don't yeah. know. Been all over the place since then. Yeah, so any, uh, so regular listeners, of which I'm sure there are many, um, if you listen to this in, well, regular listeners would have not had anything to listen to for quite a while. <laughs> if you just. <laughs> if and, you come, and if... they would have got to have seen the last one because it was our stupid idea to film it. Yes, exactly. So we've now made, as I was saying to you, Jenny, uh, the possibly regrettable decision to to actually film these. Well, we've always filmed them because we've always talked on Zoom, but we never really thought about using the video. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about doing your hair, ducks. <laughs> that's that's I mean, true. I've, I mean, I believe it or not, this was done, but it's very windswept now. I've got a, a 12, not 12 hour... I've got a good, I've got a good eight-hour makeup falling off, and I also look like if you zoomed out, I also look like I'm nine yeah. months pregnant, but I'm not because I've got a hot water bottle shoved up me, shoved up me thing. Oh, the cost of living, dear. Shoved up your cost. thing. That's that's the <laughs> front of your clothing, just to clarify Shut, for, yeah, for people look. who uh, are not watching oh. this. Yeah. Uh, yes, and we I'm, on, to... I'm on a bed because I could. Uh, it was the best signal. You're on a bed, yeah, and it's lovely signal. I can hear you lovely and clearly. I'll just touch wood there. Uh, I am, of course, for those watching, uh, I am in uh, the garden. (laughs) With a very sort of... No longer in San Francisco. It's also, it's very... um, When you move your head, (laughs) it's very kind of surreally, because I get sometimes a bit of a cupboard... (laughs) It's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah, if if uh, eagle-eyed listeners will, if you watch the whole thing, you might be able to piece together what my room actually looks like from just the bits <laughs> that I see when I move my head. Uh, kids, there we go. Kids, but yes, kids' toys, kids' toys, some instruments and washing. <laughs> yeah, well, there's, a, there's a couple of yeah, there's a, there's a couple of um, the, the clothes horse is actually folded uh, up against the back wall, and uh, there's a there's the buggy, there's a couple of scooters. And there's the bike seat. So basically, you might as well just take the background off now. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no, I'd, I'd much rather keep you guessing as to what those things actually look like. Mm. I, I tell you what, actually, the fact that I've got a bike seat there, which is something I use to take my children on the back of a bike, is something that would have been unimaginable a few episodes ago when it I would unimaginable that I, that I couldn't ride a bike. Do you remember? Do you remember I was those? exceptionally shocked, and I made you tell me <clears> on air... So listeners could listen to my reenacted shock that you'd never ridden a bike. Mm. Well, I could, I could ride. I'd, I'd learned when I was a child, and then I never really did it, and I sort of just lost. Uh, yeah, I just never really learned properly. And, and now uh, you're so of, good, you trust actually... yourself with the child on the back. Yes, or maybe I pay so little attention to their <laughs> well-being that I just think, well, fuck it, I still can't ride it, but. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, of course I do, and I'm very careful. And I have been wearing my own helmet, <laughs> as in my own bike helmet, a lot more <laughs> regularly. Um, you may be uh, pleased to learn. But yes, I'm well, the, the point was there, so you. listeners, you know, so if, if you listen to episode one and then listen to episode two, one after the other, you might not appreciate that there is a good eight, seven or eight month gap between the two. Um, Perhaps I shouldn't have said anything, and I've I've ruined the. Uh, I've sort of I think we've lost who's ever listening to us already. To reach, to be honest with you. Yes, possibly, possibly. Can I um, explain to you why I'm drinking tea out of a said sort of travel travel mug? And it, it, it is actually an old Chicago travel. Oh mug. right, that's not you, um, is it? On there, 
Because you can do no, that I, with your leg. I can, I can do that, but no, it's not me. Um, I will explain why uh, it's dull, but I mean, I drink tea and coffee out of so many, you know, paper cups. I have now bought my own, you know, non, you know, non-disposable cup. I'm a good mm. girl. But when I'm away on tour, I drink it so much out of travel mugs or paper cups that when I put it in a china cup, it tastes gross. Oh, right. Okay, you got so used to the... Yeah. I've got so used to it tainted with plastic. Tainted plastic. Tasted tea tainted with plastic that I now tainted have to... Tainted plastic. If you came in for a cup of tea, you would get it in a nice china mug and I would be serving mine up in this. Well, that's fine. I'm not sure you should trust me with a nice china mug, to be honest. Um, but that's good. So actually, I mean, there was a, a beautiful opportunity for a segue there. Cause you mentioned when you're on tour. And of course, you've been on tour, haven't you? So in the last episode, uh, we uh, were privy to your private space within the <laughs> Japanese hotel room that you were stuck in, for want of a better word. Yes. And you were over there doing uh, Sing In in the Rain. Sing in apostrophe in mm. the rain, yeah. indeed. Yeah, was I was still in? I was still in. We're not lockdown. What, it, what was it called? Lockdown? What's it called? Quarantine. I was in quarantine for two weeks before mm-hmm. we then actually started the show, which was then governed by pretty much a load of double o sevens. So make sure we got only in one lift, only in one on one bus, only in one lift back up to the theatre. Didn't step over the line out of our dressing room. It was all very. Mm. I mean, it was incredibly organised. I know I'm sounding like I'm taking the piss, but it was incredibly <coughs> organised. And when we did finally get a bit of freedom, we, uh, yeah, I saw a bit of a little bit of Tokyo and um, and a little bit of Kyoto and yeah. There, God, that's so weird. I remember going to look at the bullet train in the background. The, yeah. yeah, the bullet yeah. train. Uh, yeah, you said um, yeah, if you just look past the bra strewn across <laughs> the sofa, you can see a bullet train out the window. Yeah, yeah. And we did. And me then, and the other listeners. We all in, sorry. The the viewers enjoyed that. Exactly. And then from there, I've gone from everywhere from Glasgow to Plymouth to Blinking. I don't flipping know, all around the UK, yeah. and I've just come back from Canada. Yeah, well, and then that that's, uh, that is that job done. It's done. It's the done, end. mate. It's done. She's no longer singing in the rain. She's no, yeah, the rain has has stopped. <laughs> as has the yes. singing. <laughs> singing. Singing, and yeah. so that's what I'd been up to. But you've been television superstar. Well, let's, 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 not, let's yeah. not go down. Let's not get on to me just yet, Jenny. I just want to say I actually came and saw um, you, of course, in your performance. As, sorry uh, about that. <laughs> Lena. Is it Lena or Lena? I haven't said it. It's Lena. Lena, Lena Lamont. Lamont. Major ears um, bleed. Amazing. No, very, very good. I saw you at the Wimbledon Theatre, which was very convenient for me. Thank you for bringing the tour to Wimbledon for those, for those it nights. It was just for you. I had a word with the producers. Me. Yeah. Very kind, very kind. And I was very impressed, Jenny, not only with you, but with the other actors in it. Because as you know, I've never really paid much attention to musical theatre, uh, mainly because I just despise it. <laughs> and have no respect um, for the genre. Um, but fact, uh, yeah, I thought it was very good. The was Chicago, isn't it? That's probably the last one you came to see, wasn't it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Poor probably. bastard. <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed. I enjoyed it, and uh, it was funny because um, the, the the guy. It's funny because I, I was telling um, someone else how impressed I was because uh, I did a job recently that um, isn't out yet, uh, where I met uh, someone you know, and I'm just going to subtly check my notes. Uh, Caroline so, Sheen. Simon Lipkin. Oh, Simon Lipkin. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of the other one with Caroline. Oh, yeah, we'll get on to her. We'll get on to her. Yeah. Simon um, Lipkin, yes. Simon Lipkin, and I was explaining to him that I, and he knows you, and he's, and I said, oh, yeah, you know, it's really good. And I was saying, God, the people in that, all the tap dancing, all the dancing, and I said, the bloke who does the, the make them laugh bit, you know, he does a bloody backflip at some point. And I just thought it's absolutely incredible. And he said to me, oh, yeah, so who else was in it then? And I just said, I don't know. <laughs> people not bothered, not bothered. 
humans. Oh, oh, fine. Okay. And I think I think he knew I was joking. Um, but yeah, the guy who who does that make him laugh thing, he is in Doctors now, and he actually he I think he replaced uh, Kev, my friend Laura, Kev well, oh. our friend now Laura Rollins. When she left yes. Doctors, he's replaced her character. I think. God, isn't it a small world? It is, isn't it? We had a few people play. Um, few people play all different roles in that there was um uh yeah he took over from kevin clifton and then kevin clifton jumped in a couple of times as well when ross went back to doctors really ross that's him yeah that's him yeah very impressive very impressive um and there was a bloke in it and and i remember thinking because at one point there was a bloke in it who was uh, doing like a is he a speech therapist or something? Ross McLaren. That's taken me a good five seconds. Sorry, Ross. I mean, it's been a long day. Two funerals down, kids. Oh, oh yes, okay, Jenny's, like, Jenny's been to some funerals. Well, we might touch on those later, but um, <laughs> we'll see how we're doing for time. Um, yeah, there was it a guy isn't, isn't it. the most jolliest of subjects. <laughs> well, we have we have talked about dead dogs and, and sort of cancer and things, haven't we, on this on this podcast before? Oh, yeah, we so, do, we do, and we've talked about my dad. Yeah, yeah. We normally, do, when he we just... do circle round, circle round, yeah. uh, sort of via sort of my children shitting and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Um, what? Sorry, what? Singing um, in the rain. Yeah, Go so on. going back to singing, I, I was genuinely impressed by the fact that, um, you know, like people in it that sort of pop up and you think, oh, maybe they're one of the comic sort of people who, who doesn't necessarily do all the dancing and stuff like that. And there was a guy in it who, um, is it a speech therapist guy? And the, there's three of them and then they kind of get him and they kind of yes. dump around with him. Yes, and, and I was Moses thinking myself, supposes. Thank you. I was thinking, oh, that guy, he's quite funny. Or well, he, he's obviously in it for the... For the comedic acting skill and stuff like that. And then before the end of that scene, he's fucking jumping around and tap dancing and doing all sorts of business. So I just thought... Alistair Crosswell. Everyone is very good at everything. And that man you're talking about has actually taken over the role of Cosmo, which was Ross's part. Oh, okay. See, because he understudied Ross. Ah, So then he took over. It's, I know, see, they're just talented buggers, this lot. Whereas mm. I didn't sing or dance in this one. <laughs> well, you did sing, didn't you? But you, you sang well, while having to put on a horrible voice, which is... Yeah, very, but I didn't sing, did I? I just screeched out of tune. Oh, I thought that was your normal... You're funny. Is that why you voice. are very funny man? So funny, you're yeah. Fun, you're funny man! Just catching a glimpse. Oh, there's some boxes on, the, uh, boxes on top of the shelf there that you can see. Um, box. So, yeah, yes, so that's that. Um, very good, very good. Um, well done, well done. Thank you. Um, funnily enough, I should actually just say, just to be completely honest with you, I just had an email, <laughs> just as I was looking at my iPad there. <laughs> from from e- my live listener. An e- and This is live. I just found out that I didn't get something I auditioned for. Oh, <laughs> an email shit! just popped up. And it's like, sorry, blah, blah, blah. Hasn't gone your way either, I'm afraid. Uh, but they said they'll, oh. like, they'll keep their eyes open for other parts. So that's nice. Oh, but that literally the just. <laughs> The life of an actor, and that is why you do not check emails, messages, or texts during this, because obviously it's gonna, it's gonna just ruin the the huge comic flow that we have. Because now you're gonna cry in a corner. No, well, I mean, to be honest, it's just, it is what it is. There'll be something else, I'm sure. But I thought the listeners would there uh, just just to share in the moment there, right? I got a live rejection. A live rejection. How yeah. shit our business really is, babe. Yeah, but at bit, least you're getting rejected. I'm not even yes. getting the auditions to get rejected. Well, there's always tell someone us what the worse reje- off, isn't there? <laughs> there's always an actor feeling more sorry for themselves than you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do you want to tell us what you didn't get? Or would you rather not? Um, no, well, I mean, it's one of those NDA things. Uh, so I, I wasn't even really allowed to know really what yeah. it was. Um. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a TV thing that I actually had an in person uh, meeting for last week. Crikey! Uh, first time in a long time. No wonder they rejected you. <laughs> well, Back exactly. I just walked out the uh, room and it was like, God, that, what, what is that? What is that what? smell? That just. <clears throat> actually, I do remember getting a a one a one a rejection. Oh, this is how it was. I just come back from tour. Before I went to Canada, I'd just come back from, where did we close? Plymouth. 
because it was a bastard to get from Glasgow to Cocking Plymouth on a inverted commas our day off, twelve yeah. hour journey. And you had to drive anyway, down got on back... your own, yeah. No, no, I had to get train because I had to fly to Glasgow in the first place. Oh. Anyway, I oh. then had to self-tape the Monday after I got back, knackered, blah, blah, blah. I thought it was an it was a great thing. It was for an Essex... Hey! Essex wife or whatever. Um, it was directed by Peter Capaldi. Oh. That's right, isn't it? Uh, he was in it. I thought... I'm really right for this. It was, I don't know, it's a couple of episodes, only a couple of scenes, but a couple of episodes, this and the other. And, um, and I thought, yeah, I'm, yeah, this felt good. Did the scenes, you know, when you think, oh, I could mm. really mm, phone my agent, nothing. Then she phoned me back and she went, oh, we just need to check your availability date. We want to check your availability dates. Because, of course, we lied, didn't say anything about Canada. Because um, mm. blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they checked the dates and then I phoned my agent the next day and, and I went oh anything anything and she was on the computer and she went ah oh I don't know what she went I've just sent the breakdown out again for an older actress oh. like, for fuck's sake so that was that that was that no. I don't look I, I don't look old enough I don't look young enough I'm sort of stuck in that I don't fucking know what I am I'm stuck in the not right <laughs> age group Mm. Well, so, I mean, you might have nothing to say to that, but it was just a rejection story. Thought I'd ch- chip in with. Yeah, it never gets any easier, does it? I've I've just literally um, finished doing uh, an interview for the British Comedy Guide, which may be out by the time this episode is out. And I was writing stuff. <laughs> I mentioned this podcast, of course, and um, yeah, the more sort of less glamorous end of the uh, of of the world that we've chosen in which to live our lives um yes but yeah it doesn't get any easier does it i mean i, I get over it quicker i think now <sighs> than i used to well i think the difference is rich you do seem to have them auditions coming in pretty fast and furious whereas and i think the more you do you know the the odds are you're going to now and you've been on a roll as far as I'm concerned, you've been doing amazingly. And so then you don't yeah. get some, but you get others. I think the problem is as well, you know how I, what, how I'm feeling as well, is like I want to... I love musical theatre and theatre, I always have, I always will, but I, I, I want to... You know, and I've done a good fair bit of telly and mm. stuff, but not enough, and I want, it's making... It's that whole bloody thing about a profile as well. Like I've gone over to the dark side, the big dark evil side of cocking tiktok because i know right because Mm. my agent's like oh you've got to have a profile you've got to have this you've got to have that i look at fellow actors in the same sort of same sort of level as me they've got some of them have got over two hundred thousand followers on tiktok if i'm up for a same job as them i ain't gonna get it because that's potentially 200 thousand bums on seats you see this is a controversial thing isn't it because i've seen people posting things on facebook forums about how your social media following is intrinsic to the casting process and and it will and it will be uh, uh, born in mind but i think i mean firstly that's terrible because my social media following is is pretty minute So's mine. It's shit. I mean, well, I, I'm pretty sure that yours um, is far greater than mine. But the thing is, I was thinking, you know, well, of course. I mean, obviously, if you're famous already, then you're going to have a social media following, aren't you? Yeah. Isn't it a bit and chicken I, I, and egg? It's yeah, like, you know, if you're famous you at, and you've got a big following, if you've got a big following, then you become famous because of it. But then I, look I at someone know. like, is it Joe Suggs or whatever? Is that his name? Nice guy. Uh, famous in his own right now, as in, like, I think he was in the jungle, and I think he did, he t- he did um, strictly and things. You know, he was put on as a YouTube star, and there are all these like I don't even know. My friend's kids watch these. I might be making this up, and this woman might be old 
last year's news, I don't know, Zoo, Zuella or something. No idea these people are massive, famous makeup artists. And I mean, it's a whole nother level and I really wish it didn't exist. Even mm. some of the guys on tour who I adore and love, but at the beginning I didn't know very well and I sort of got ripped for the amount of stories and stuff I was putting on Instagram. But I was like, well, you know, this is what you need to do to try and get followers and all that stuff. And my age, you know, every week they're like, you know, have you have you done your social media, blah, 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 blah. And um, and I might, I might have maybe got three new followers out, you know, mm. a, 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 every week. And then I did flick through some of these TikTok videos. Oh, my God, the amount of girls who were showing their foo-foos and their boobies and stuff. And n- no... I mean, mm. all I've done on TikTok is, is uploaded collages of sort of, of you know, theatre pictures at the moment. Mm. But um, it's all very stressful, Rich. Very, very stressful. It is. And, um, yeah, I, I've got in my head a lot about that in the past, thinking, oh, God, I need to be posting all this content and stuff like that. And I do go through phases of just posting silly behind-the-scenes Instagram stories and stuff. And I'll, I'll post when I'm in something that's come out or whatever – Try and look busy, you know. Yeah, but exactly, that's is, it as well. You know, shot that six months ago, you know. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, I mean, I've retweeted some pictures. And they were like, oh, when did you film that? I'm like, last year. But, mm, mind. but, you know, because there's so much of it, you can kind of um, repost things, can't you? I think that's yeah, just kind of Yeah, but also about image and stuff. And I know I could go the other way and go, oh, it doesn't matter about hair and makeup and what you look like and this and the other. But God... Most of the time, I look like Mrs. I look hope look like Mrs. Mop. I look Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Mop, who hasn't washed her hair for three days and can't get off the sofa because she's feeling sorry for herself and wearing tracksuit bottoms and eating Doritos and pickle out the jar. I mean, she I watched Bridget- just for the, for the listeners. She doesn't. Uh, <laughs> she's got a very unjustifiably low opinion of herself. Oh, but that's because you're not, you know, I'm not on. I mean, you come on, you've seen me when we've not been putting these videos live and I'm sitting there with my hair scraped back eating icing out of a, you know, eating cake mix out of a bowl. You know. I yeah, mean, well, I mean, that is, I mean, yeah, that is pretty, pretty <laughs> that, that is, I can't, I can't make excuses for that. I know. Uh, <laughs> I oh, mean, but it's the modern world, isn't it? I think you just, you have to unplug from it every now and then. Um, but I, I, I mean, TikTok for me is is still, I don't know, awful. I, I've tried to post <laughs> sketches on it. I tried to post sketches on it. I just thought, oh no, God, I can't be bothered. This, I can't deal with this as well. I don't even know like, how yep. you're supposed to. I don't know how you're supposed to edit it and all that stuff. That's why there's just at the bottom there's this button. It says template, and you can upload four photos, and they do it all for you. But all these like videos of people putting, you know, the dialogue over the top, and then music, and then this, and then syncing it up, and then and then jumping, and then suddenly they're wearing something. Else. I mean, doesn't this take hours? Oh, it must do. Surely, yeah. Costume changes and everything. Yeah, I mean, you've got nothing better to do. Surely, that's. But that's a that's a generation thing. It must be. You know, people have grown up in the internet. You know, it still feels new to me. All this stuff. It just amazes. But then also, I watched a woman who talked. She's who's got followers and everything. She's a lawyer. And this is brilliant. She does all these lawyers and she she basically, I think she calls herself Ellie or something, and she reads the small print so you don't have to. So it's like if your phone breaks and they'll go, no, you can't have a new phone. And they'll be like, well, actually, I can have this. Or if your baggage goes missing, she's brilliant. And she mm. literally said in like a 30-second minute video, she said how much she earns and how she earns it on every on Instagram, on TikTok, on YouTube, on this and the other. One, she doesn't earn anything. Another one, she earned like $34. And on YouTube, she earned $134,000. Oh. There is a lot of money in it. That escalated, didn't it? Well, I mean, on YouTube, I know that the ones who get like hundreds of thousands of views on their videos, they do pretty well out of it. I mean, uh, Adrienne from Yoga with Adrienne... I think she. Oh, I've done a few yogas in Adrian. Salary, yeah. I just as soon as it starts getting all business orientated, I'm just like, oh. Mm. Let's talk about you and your showbiz life because this is just you know TikTok schmick talk. Thank you. TikTok schmick talk. Let's talk about you and your you and your showbiz life. Look at you watching you and hang on. 
not going out. I've watched you in, and of course, I sent you a oh. photo going, "Look, you're on the telly," which is what I always do. Ghosts, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you can't honestly, you can't flick the channel over without seeing Rich Cable. Lovely ghosts with Caroline Sheen. Yeah, Musical Ghost of Caroline Sheen. That. Yeah, that was that was a good gig. So that came out very recently. Uh, episode four yes. of series four. Quite a big episode, if you're a fan of the show. Won't spoil it. Very good. Um, yeah, that was a lot it of did fun. have. It was slightly traumatic for me because there was a child's party involved, and that did take me <laughs> that back. Brought back some memories. To of dressing up as a fucking prince. Fucking princess. <laughs> Yeah. As a fucking princess, and I did think, I did think, yeah, yeah, but you were grand, you were great. I mean, even when you are very good, which is all the time, I take the piss out of you. But, um, uh, however, I will take the piss out of your dad dancing, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was just in character, obviously. Was it though? Was no, it? No, it wasn't. That was just me dancing. Um, yeah, so I did ghosts, I shot that earlier in the year, that was a lot of fun. I did three days on it, or two and a half. Um, yeah, Caroline Sheen uh, played my wife. Um, she was lovely. And yeah, we had these two girls playing our daughters. Um, yeah, a lot of fun. Um, and it was really nice to be in that house as well, because, you know, I'd watched the show, kind of assumed that um, some of it might be filmed in a studio or on a set, whatever. And, and you're completely on location was... the whole time. It's all in there, yeah. It's all there. It's funny because apparently in the first two series it was very cold in there, so they gave me like sort of long johns and sort of a vest to put on. But actually, yeah. I think people hadn't quite got used to the fact that now it's actually quite hot in there. So actually, the first day I was there, I was like, "Fuck me, I'm boiling," because they had got yeah. But those big in. old houses get bloody freezing, though, don't they? I mean, I'm look at me, I'm blinking in a <clears> tiny little bungalow, and I've got a hot water bottle shoved at me top. Up so top. yeah, um, so those massive houses get freezing. Yeah, but I think they the, the, where they film in it, they've sort of so it's funny because bits of the house they've sort of they've distressed it. I, I, my children have started making noise outside the door, um, and my dis- child is now barking. Your child is barking. <laughs> um, they've distressed certain bits of it to make it look older, but then there's other bits where it's literally the ceiling is being held up with a big, you know, thing. Oh, really? Um, and yet you sort of go, so it's all this old, genuine, authentic house, and you kind of walk down this corridor, and there's this whole sort of block of brand new toilets that have been put in, yeah. uh, which is quite funny. Which is, you know, I was surprised sort of, though. Is it a? Is it a? Um, what the do they call it? What is it? What do they? Um, heritage. What are, I was surprised because he pushed out a firework on a cake, didn't he? I'm mm. surprised they allowed. They were like, oh no, no fires, no fires in here. Oh, well, yeah, I guess there's enough sort of protocols in place, whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I took someone out for blinking afternoon tea in a posh restaurant, hotel. They wouldn't let me light a candle. Oh. Health and safety, dear, health and safety. I guess it's a controlled film set, isn't it? But then you've got a lot of kids there and stuff. I don't know, it was very very well controlled because it was still a bit COVID-y then. Well, very COVID-y, actually. Was it? When was that? Uh, it was February. And it was actually, it was around the time, I was telling a story in the last episode of a job, which I still haven't been given the green light on announcing yet, where we had a COVID scare. Um, oh, yes. And yeah, and uh, I felt like a real rock star, actually, because I, I finished that period of filming on that show. Then I did Ghosts. And then I had to go back and do that. And they actually moved my day so that we, we filmed all the internal stuff on the first two days. We was, I think we were supposed to do like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday or something random like that so all the internal stuff inside the house was Monday Tuesday and the external stuff which was me Caroline and the kids rocking up in the car was on the Thursday but this was around that storm Eunice was it unit or something we had was I I was you I been, was you in Canada I was in Canada because I was worried that the flight wasn't going to happen but Oh, there you go. Yeah, so we had the storm uh, that was literally uh, forecast to be at its worst on the Thursday or the Friday when we were scheduled to do this. And I think me and Caroline were like, oh, I wonder if we're going to be doing this or not. And then I think maybe a second AD said, we might change it so you're just kind of already in the the foyer or something. We don't do the outside bit. But then sure enough, 
sort of near the end of the second day, um, producer Pat and second AD Callum came down and said, really sorry, guys, can we move this to next Tuesday? And um, I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. But I, I'm afraid I will be travelling back to uh, so-and-so to finish off so-and-so that day. They were like, oh, of course, don't worry. We'll make sure you're wrapped by X time and we'll, you know, fly you if need be. And I was like, oh, lovely. Well, you are so rich cable, team. babe. And I was like, God, I could get used to this. And, of course, that, yeah. hasn't ha- that, that level hasn't happened since. But, um, yeah, it felt very important. So, yeah, we finished. So, of course, we, we came back the next week. But because the the weather was still a bit volatile, um, the clouds were moving around a lot and we had to actually keep reshooting bits. So we'd sort of shoot a bit of, you know, I'd be driving this car about three feet just into the shot and then getting out and doing the, a wide shot of us coming out. And then we'd come in and do the close-ups. And there'd be various people looking up at the cloud going, oh, I think we'll be ready to go in about five seconds. Yeah, OK, and, and do it. But mm. then it sort of stayed. I think it was a bit... I can't remember whether it was a bit sunnier or a bit greyer than it was. So we had to then reshoot the earlier wide that we'd done. So it did take longer than we thought. And of course, the kids, bless them, were getting a bit tired at the end of it. And they were just like, oh, why do we do this again? And I was just like, well, sorry, it's because it won't match with the earlier shot. So we have to do it again. And then they kind of whisked me off in a car. So I got a train back and um, yeah, it all worked out quite well. But actually... uh, an actress I know who is in that show that I can't say, she was stuck on a train for hours with no power going up. Oh, the day no. Before. Because uh, I think the day before, yeah, because uh, I think literally something had fallen on the, a tree had gone over the tracks and there was no power. And uh, yeah, she was like stand, on I this was cold bl- train for like 10 hours. 10 Awful. hours. See, that's horrendous. Mm. I was stuck. I had a horrendous journey from, I think this was the Glasgow to Plymouth day. And without talking about all of it, just one point, it was the heat wave. And at one point I was stuck on a station platform waiting for a delayed train. This was just part of the journey. The t- train was two hours late because we'd had, there'd been strikes as well. The mm. platform was 43 degrees there oh. was no, the, there was just this one cafe called Pumpkin Cafe. Oh my God, it's Bristol Temple Meads and I don't care. Bloody knock it down and rebuild it. I just, I mean, I'm going to get hate mail from people in Bristol. I love Bristol. I love Bristol, but Bristol Temple Meads, there was nothing. I thought, even if I'm early here, because I was flew from Glasgow, which was great, flew from Glasgow. There was a bloody champagne bar, so I was thrilled. Flew from Glasgow to Bristol and I thought, well, I'll get the train from Bristol to Plymouth. The train strikes made it late. There's no shops. It's not like I thought, oh, I'm going to rock up. It's going to be like Euston or St Pancras. You know, there's going to be loads of shops and I can just kill two hours or whatever. The, a, I didn't know it's going to be delayed. 43 degrees. No, these pumpkin cafe, when I went in, the soft drinks, the fridges didn't work and they were hotter than... It was hot drink. <laughs> and um, and then when I got on the train, the air con in the carriage I'd booked didn't work. And it was it must have been pushing 48 degrees. Oh, and no. we had to just get off and sit somewhere. It was just awful. Yeah. The end. But That's... I wasn't stuck on a train for 10 hours cold. That's worse. No, that must have been uh, really quite scary. Um, Brist- Bristol Temple Meads, I've got a feeling I was there a few months ago. <laughs> and the cab firm, the, the the local cabs, like don't tell you when they're there to pick you up. It was a bit bizarre because I'm oh. used to. I don't know about you. You know, you you sort of get off a train, and if you've been arranged to be picked up, I and mean, this sounds incredibly, I don't know, first world problems. But you know, if you're sort of been arranged, someone's booked a train for you, and then there's a cab the other end. I found that nine times out of ten, you. You're off the train, you've got your luggage, you're trying to work out how to get out and your phone's ringing with a cab going, I'm outside. And I'm like, mm. oh, okay, yeah, I'm just finding the out. And they'll say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'll be in this whatever outside. You go outside the Costa or something. But when I got off at Bristol Temple Meads, um, I didn't get a phone call. I didn't have a text or anything about a car being oh. there. So I'm, and this was on a Sunday and I'm texting this poor uh, production coordinator going, there's no cab. And I'm like, I don't know where to go. 
I'm, mm. I'm just standing outside the front. I don't know the area. I'm just out here. There's a lot of cabs coming and going, but they're you know they're either pre. But it's or... not. Look, it's not first world, is it? It's work, mm. and it's like you know you travel a long way to do work. You need to get from A to B, and sometimes I mean it doesn't help if the weather's really shit. It's you know it's part of our job to to get to these places. So um, well, it's so it, just because yeah. you're sort of used to it and you don't know where you're going. I, I mean, I didn't really know where the I didn't even really know where I was staying exactly, but um, you know, so I text this poor this poor fella, and uh, he goes, "Oh, sorry, it should be there." And I, I had actually had I realised I had had a text message like several days ago to say that your cab has been booked, and I was thinking I was supposed to go into that and check an update link or something, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm in my forties, you know, this doesn't come natural to me. We don't bother doing that, you know. It's just like, well, I don't know. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm not very proactive. I need someone to tell me exactly what to do. I'm, I'm used to somebody calling me and saying I'm outside. So, and he goes, oh, the cab should be there. Oh, well, we've ordered another one. And he goes, oh, it should be there. And I, I was waiting for about 45 minutes. I was like, I don't know where to go. And then in the end, um, I think somebody, I think I, somebody called me and he says, oh, I'm, I'm here. And I'm just like, well, where? I've, I've been here for ages. I'm just like, well, I've been here for ages. Where are you? Oh, I'm just over here. In the car park, and it's like, well, where the fuck's the car park? And then I, I walk forward and I see this bloke waving at me. I'm like, oh, there you are. And it's a different cab, it's another cab. And I said, oh, well, thanks, mate, but why didn't you call me? And he said, well, no one's given me a number. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I said this. Talk, uh, people, talk. To production when I got in, and he just, and he just said, oh, yeah, the, the firm they use. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, there we go. But, Bristol yeah. Temple Meads, our love for, our love for Bristol Temple Meads. Yeah, I mean, Bristol but itself is a lovely place. I love but, Bristol. I yeah. love the theatre. Did the Hippodrome there. Went on, uh, did a boat trip. Always do the boat trips. Nearly got killed by loads of people on their scooters. Oh. <laughs> loads of scooters. Lots of scooters. Um, I stayed in a place called, oh, Montpellier. Oh, yeah. Sounds yeah, stayed in fancy. A, stayed, yeah, I stayed in sort of like this, right? Sort of bougie, weird sort of airbnb thing i was like well where's the bathroom i couldn't find the bathroom <laughs> and then i finally found the bathroom under the stairs then i went what the hell is that and i lifted this lid off this thing in the lounge and it was a bath it was all very odd but fun sort of it reminded me of like i was living in a two-story container do you know what i mean <laughs> it was that it was like in a two-story container um let me just tell you something else about bristol i just remembered okay um so it's funny, I, I can't remember... So I stayed in this hotel, and I can't remember the name of it genuinely, and I wouldn't say it, but um, when the guy picked me up in the morning, the, the unit driver, he said, oh, how did you enjoy Faulty Towers? And I said, oh! <laughs> That's interesting you should call it that, because, yeah, the hotel... And again, this sounds like... I, you worry that you sound like a wanker living in London and just being used to certain things. But I turned up at this hotel and because I was because uh, I was late because of the cabs not telling me they were there. It was about 7.45 when I turned up on a Sunday. And um, and I said to the guy, oh, yeah, OK, great. Yeah, just checked in. I was just like, oh, uh, can I get something? Can I get something to eat? And he was like, oh, um, kitchen's about to close, actually. I was like, oh, OK. And he said, mm, I might be able to get a sandwich made for you or something i said oh well, don't worry no don't, don't you know he's oh, a bit short staffed on the sunday so oh, that's fine that's fine and i said is there anywhere around here just a shop or something i can go to and he just went mm, no oh god and he said um he said oh you can they, they, there's delivery or, or just Eve, say Uber I a few places. and i said oh fine 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 okay do that so i get up to my room and i get just eat up and there's literally four restaurants at the whole thing you know because you go on there and you do categories don't you and all yeah, this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. i was like just doing all and there was four restaurants there was three indian takeaways one pizza place they were all like delivery minimum 10 pound or something right oh, okay because you get per diems don't you know you get a certain amount of money on uh, shoot days some on non-shoot oh, days remind you don't always me to get tell it for travel <clears throat> Remind me to tell you about Padim's in Canada after this. Go oh, on. Oh, yeah, Go okay. Um, so, of course, I had to order it. And I looked on Deliveroo. Deliveroo, nothing at all. I think, okay, fine. So uh, I ordered this curry, which was just... Didn't taste of anything. Okay. Um, and that was that. Was that. 
And then the next day when I did actually get... So, um, so this was in Bristol? So you weren't obviously yeah. in the city? No, you it was on the outskirts. a bit on the outskirts, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm wondering actually whether I'm getting it confused with another job. No, I'm pretty sure it was Bristol. We were just a little bit out. And I remember the unit driver going, I don't know why they don't just put people in the centre. I was like, okay, whatever. But yeah, it just, it was, yeah, 7.45 is, is can't get anything to eat under a tenner um, that isn't disgusting. <laughs> Which was a shame. And um, yeah, so I had to go and find someone to go, well, can I get a knife and fork from somewhere? Uh, oh. for this? And then the next day I did actually manage to... Um, yeah, I, I did actually manage to um, get somewhere uh, in... I had to book somewhere to eat, actually, in the hotel. And, um, yeah, I had a, a burger that cost me about 12 quid and, you know, wasn't amazing. Um, I mean... The way it uh, is. <clears throat> when I got off after that trip to to from Bristol to Plymouth... I then got off the train and there were no cabs. And this was this was getting on for a, a, a 12, 13, 14 hour journey. Mm. And I just went, I can't bear this. So I put, and I was staying, I was staying in, I suppose I have a lovely flat, but it wasn't available that day. I had to check in the next day because I arrived on a Sunday. We start on the Monday. Mm-hmm. So I'd booked a B, Airbnb, I booked a B&B and, and I walked there. I finally walked there and I, I rocked up sweating knackered long journey rang the got to the wrong one then rang the door got to um, it was actually fine it was an okay one but obviously they had one one room one room left and it was tiny and this and the other and I rocked up and all I needed was a bit of sympathy and they, they were just because I was I kept on texting them going look I'm going to be like I'm going to be like they I said what time's check at they went 10 o'clock that doesn't I went please please can I have later oh no you've got to leave at 10 I went I've been <laughs> stuck on this bloody train but yeah. I've come from Glasgow I'm dying I'm sweating please can I at least have 11 I did say 11 but when I rocked up all I wanted the dude I think his name was Chris to go was I'm so sorry you've had such a shitty journey I hope you have a nice day I was like oh I've just got here right yep okay so here's your keys here's your door key you're up there breakfast. <laughs> I went Okay. Went upstairs, stripped off, got in the shower. It was a really clean modern room, but it really was quite porny. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm. very black and red, very black and red. But it was clean, it was nice, but I just needed some sympathy and no food. So I then left and walked. I mean, it, there was, I knew Plymouth where I was mm. staying because I've been there a few times before. But I did just bring back, you know, I then had to go and, my God, if I saw another meal deal in my life after this tour. Jesus Christ. Anyway, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Well, I mean, but- you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like a, a wanker for like, you know, I'd be more than happy just to walk down to a garage and get a sandwich. You know, that was Oh, yeah, thing. but you just need it to be there. Saying, I just want it to be, but there's literally nothing around. And I don't want to spend 10, 15 quid necessarily on something, even if I'm claiming some of it or all of it back. You know, I don't want to. Well, I'm always I'm thinking, you, I, even if I'm not paying it, I, I don't want to pay too much. Yeah, you know? but the cost of living, dear. Know. We know what's going on right now. It's awful. Well, when I arrived in Canada, mm. anyway, I was out there for just over a week, I think. They gave me, and all of us, $543. I was like, oh, my God. They, I'm not going to spend hardly any of this. I'll take $100 or $150, bosh, take the rest home. Have you ever been to Canada? Oh, yeah, many years ago. It's quite expensive, it isn't it? It is so <laughs> expensive. No, I mean yeah. so, so, <laughs> I I was jaw-droppingly expensive. Bear in mind, you know I love my champs. Champs was expensive out there, and you got to go to a bottle shop. I treated myself to one bottle of champs, which is $44. I shared it. Well, a glass. Uh, um, The rest of it, I kid you not, what did I buy? I bought myself a $10 earring. It's it's one earring fashion thing. The rest of that money went on all food. It was just so, like, I I did a shop once, just like, you know, salads and apples and, I don't know, some biscuits and this and the other and blah, 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 blah. And um, it came to something like $110. I said, what? And then I didn't check. They put me in a hotel. It was a lovely hotel because the, the other guys were in apartments for the whole time. But obviously when I turned up, it was like by the time we'd landed and everything, it was like and got to the hotel, it's like two, three o'clock in the morning, Canadian 
What, what am I doing Canadian in Australian accent? Canadian. I, I don't know. Um, so I literally just opened a bottle of wine in my minibar, a small bottle of wine and a packet of nuts and then a packet of packet of nuts, then a packet of, um, packet of mini. Nuts. And when I say mini, I mean they, they called them mini Snickers, but they were literally oh. like a cube. There were five of them. They were $17. <laughs> I didn't look at the price till afterwards. <clears throat> oh, God. Um, so anyway, my point was that per diems, all of it gone. I think I've got mm. $5 left in me. I mean, what's it? Do I sound like does that, do I sound like a wanker talking about that as well? But having five hundred and forty one dollars, six dollars, whatever for you know per diems. I mean, it's a shitload of money, and it well, just went on food. Well, no, because it's it's all relative, isn't it? Because like you know, if you get like um, when I was on the the job, I keep bringing up and still can't say what it is. I think you know I was getting whatever it was on because on, on a shoot day, you know, you get fed on the on the shoot. You know, you get breakfast and you get a lunch. You'd have to get your dinner, but like on a non-shoot day, you might get—I don't know—I can't—I've forgotten the numbers. But like, you get ten quid for your for your food for that yeah. day or something. You know, you go to the hotel bar and a burger is like fifteen quid. You know, so it's yeah. like you think, oh, that's a lot. Oh, we're getting ten quid a day, and then you think, well, actually, that doesn't really go very far. No, and also in Canada, that I, I be having been a waitress and everything. Also, I wouldn't want to under-tip, so I was tipping 20% oh, on God. top. So once, and mm. then we went to this restaurant once, it looked lovely. But also, they get their wages are much higher out there. It's like Australia, they, they, their wages are higher, so everything's more expensive, but the wages are higher. Huh. I had um, a salad, um, shared some, like, you know, I don't know, garlic bread with someone, and then I had a glass of... I, had, um, I asked for a spritzer, and I didn't know what it was, so they brought out... Um, white, I told them what it was, but white wine with some lovely lemonade in it and something. That was $21. So that and my salad, splitting the bread with the tip on top, came to nearly $83. Jeez. I know. <clears throat> Christ. That tipping thing is um, is also something that they really should tell you when you, when you enter the country. Because I went to America many years ago now and I went and uh, you go to an American bar I don't know what it's the same now but you see all these do they call them ones or singles you know one dollar bills they're sort of all I've over the bar been. What, what, all right, well, you, you go there and you just see well because apparently you basically you tip per drink you know if you're sat at the bar someone pours you a pint or something they put it down you kind of put a tip down for that now I went I went with my first wife to America and we went there and we had some table service somewhere. <laughs> Can I please just do it? My first wife. You bastard, you've had two. I've not even had one. How many wives Spouse. do you want? Yeah. No, I don't want a wife. But anyway, carry on. Even my, even, even my first wife's got a wife now. So. Yeah, I know. You, you bastards have got wives and I don't even have a... <laughs> <laughs> I've got a dog. Love you, buddy. There you go. There you go. Um, oh, who just farted. Oh, Christ. Lovely. Lovely. Well, my just before we came online, I just uh, my youngest did a massive, uh, really messy poo that I had to wipe um, off her bum. Anyway, we haven't talked about poo for a while, but there you just to you know. Well, it's nice to to inject. Bring it back home. Keep it grounded. Yeah, uh, we we had some table service in the bar, and you know we sort of tip for that. He said, "Oh, you got a tip in America, and you got a tip in America, quite a lot, because it's like twenty percent, isn't it, or twenty five percent? You know, you, you tip because they 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 do rely on it wages. It's just different structure, isn't it? But they don't tell you that. And I remember then going to a bar with some friends and and getting because I thought, oh, you know, you tip table service. You might do that in the UK, but you know, you don't tip when you go to the bar in the UK. So I remember getting these two pints in this bar. I think it was in Brooklyn. And, you know, gave her the money and then she gives me the change back. And I go, oh, thank you very much. And I take the, take my pints and I walk off. And as I'm walking off, she's shouting after me going, oh, get the tipping thing. I was like, wow. What? Oh, my God. Sorry, excuse me. And I just sort of, I thought, oh, what have I, oh, I'll just go and sit down again. And I sort of explained this. And they were just like, oh, yeah. And sort of reading up, up for it, you know, she was expecting me to then put $2 back for the drink she's just served me. Which, of course, I didn't know. Yeah, you just need to know, don't you? I mean, 
if you don't you know, know, you don't know. But then I guess people say you should know. But if you if you you, sh- you can't you should you shouldn't should know if you don't know that you should know that you should know. Well, if you don't know, you don't know. How are you going to know that you don't know what you don't know? See, you just did that much better than I tried to. Well, I don't know. I managed- it, it might have been meaningless what I said. I just said it very quickly. But I don't care. It was it very good work. and funny. Well, thank you very much. Um, but that, I that really was, liked that was Ken- pre-internet. You know, well, it wasn't pre-internet, but it was... 18 BC. No, hang on a minute. When was it? It, was, it would have been um, 2000 and... Oh god, no, two thousand and ten. That's not actually not that long ago. But it, it wasn't. It wasn't. You know, I didn't have an iPhone then to sort of just look things up all the time. You know, we were sort of couldn't look that up. More on your reliant. Nokia. I think we actually had proper guide books. You know, and stuff like that. So that you weren't quite as privy to instant information. Anyway. I have to say, just about being in Canada, because I've never done Canada or America, I did start to really fall in love with. Like, I just really liked it, and um, I was obviously only did. Yeah, I only did Toronto, and only I only had one day off there, and that was the day after we landed. So I crammed in as much as I could with my lovely friend Sam Lips, who played Don Lockwood. Oh yes, yeah. but Sam I was just Lips. I was, Sam Lips. That's a great and, name, isn't it? And, uh, and his handle on Insta is Sam Lips Go Blue. Thank you so much. Oh, um, but he, um, he, uh, I was just loving it, and I was being such a when people, you know. Like, like, can't, can't, I mean, I was going to, you know, before rehearsals and whatever, not that there was much time because equity out, equity union out there was different to ours and the hours we worked were insane. Like at one point we had to be ready to go on stage in costume, in wigs and makeup for nine o'clock and we didn't leave the theatre till 11pm. So the hours were absolute killer. This was all the tech wow. week. Um but when I finally did have just like an, a morning, of, I went somewhere, a few places on my own, and everyone was just so, really were lovely. And they were like, uh, uh, and I didn't find any sarcasm. Like, oh, my God, I love your accent. And I found myself when I was getting to change and stuff. I'm such a dick. I was going, thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> thank you. I was like, mm-hmm, thank you. I was just, I just, I don't know. I just liked it. And I really... Should have gone on a flight to New York because it was only an hour and a half away. But the producers had already paid for our flight home. Well, my flight was a different... Obviously, some people are still there. And they said, basically, you can get your own flight home, but you have to buy it. And I was like, if I'd gone to New York, I'd have to pay for the flight from New York, stay in New mm. York. I'd well, Someone went to me, well, you don't have to stay in the Four Seasons. I went, ah! You know, it's me. As if I could, <laughs> as if I could stay there, but I wouldn't have minded a little glass or something. And then by the time I'd spent money and whatever I was doing, and then bought a flight home, I might as well have not gone to Canada because I went to Canada to try and pay for my heating this winter. Well, indeed, and I mean the thing is, I mean even if you weren't staying in the Four Seasons, I mean it's I, I don't know how expensive New York is now, but I mean it, you know, it must be no pretty. Idea. You know, it'll cost you a bloody arm and a leg just to. Sleep on the subway. Oh, well, so do you want to talk about the thing with... Do you want to talk about the pilot that we shot? I think we're... We've got time. We're running out of time. I think that might be a nice thing to end with. Um, You mentioned not going out, which I'd forgotten I'd done. Um, But we can talk about that next time. Uh, But let's talk about... We talk about it last time. What, not going out? Hmm... Uh, I don't no, know, I, don't know. I don't think it had been out then. Oh, running it. Oh, so we've got a few minutes left on the Zoom. So let's just yeah. Do you want to talk about the the pilot we shot with the, scams with the wonderful Laura Rollins and the oh, wonderful West End star wrong. Jenny Gaynor. West End star lovely. Jenny Gaynor was in that. I don't know who that is. Sorry. <laughs> 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 and the incredible. Comic genius, Rich Keeble, uh, written by BAFTA winner. Sort of. Ish. Bit Steve sort of. Wiley. Yeah. Steve Wiley and Paul Skelton. I said Sarah Rollins. Uh, Sarah? Who the bloody hell is Sarah? I said Laura Rollins earlier. It's Rollin- is it Rollins? I believe it's Rollins, yeah. She's a bloody talented lady. Yeah, she's good, isn't she? Yeah. So, shall we tell it's listeners, we have, sh- we have shot a pilot... Called scams. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. That's it. <laughs> that's all we can say, <laughs> isn't it? With Jenny as a Jenny as a horrible crook. Uh me as a bumbling sort of liaison officer and um, Lover of Lover of Salmon. Lover Tim of salmon. salmon. Oh god, the mind boggles. And uh Laura Rollins as a sort of uh bit of a stuck up 
so and so well to do yeah yeah and um i'm yeah i'm quite violent actually mm. I? I mean not not in it is a comedy i do refer to some of my violent traits you which, do um, yeah Yes. That's a lot of fun, isn't it? So we did that. Um, we shot that a few weeks ago and we managed to get an edit out. Um, I think it was just under 10 minutes, I think. little teaser. So uh, Steve's shopping that around and we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's fun, I isn't mean, it? Obviously, by the time, you know, this is out, we would have had the green light to us to do the full series. Well, absolutely. Although we are, my intention is to get this out quite soon. All right. Uh, in yes. time for my... Um, Episode British comedy guy. Do they hope coming out? Yeah, I mean, I'm very excited about that. Did you hear how excited I was in that voice note I gave oh, you? Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, well, it's a great show, and there's a lot of like explosions and sort of deaths. Yeah, but people like being that. blown up, and I think it's mm. brilliant. And it's Johnny Vegas, isn't it? Johnny Vegas, who and, is lovely, and I and love Sean that. Gibson. Do you get Do you get blown up? Uh, I don't think it's a spoiler to say no. I'm, I mean, it looks great. It almost, oh, it reminds me. It's just snipped into my head, popped into my head of Murder Most Horrid. Is oh, it along Dawn those French lines? Thing. Do you remember that? That was a comedy murder thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was good. Well, Dawn French is obviously everything that she touches is Brilliant. amazing. Brilliant, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this, Murder They Hope, this is the second series of this show and this has been a sort of a, there's been a series of things because it was like Dial M for Middlesbrough, I think, was... Oh, I don't remember so that. Johnny Vegas and Sean Gibson used to be, they work on a like they were um coach drivers for like holiday things. Okay. And and but and there were murders that happened. So I think the original thing was <laughs> Dial M for murder and it was Dial M for Middlesbrough. M for Middlesbrough. I quite like that. Yeah. And uh I think there were a couple of films that they made, TV films and then they then they made this into a series where Johnny and um Sean are playing like they're they're a couple but they've become like private detectives of solving murders. So this is a this is the second series of three episodes, and I appear in episode two in uh, a couple of scenes, which are very amusing, I think, mainly because of as the as the director Ed By, who directed Bottom. If you're oh, that. So I, I love Bottom. So I was very excited to work with him. Um, yeah, I think the, the the sort of the deadpanness of my character juxtaposed with the ridiculousness of uh, what Johnny's character is doing at that time uh, is quite funny. So I won't do any spoilers, but hopefully by the time this podcast is out, that will be out. I think it's the 24th, I, and the, I think my episode's 25th, and I think they might dump them all on on the, the, the catch-up thing. It's on gold, so not everyone can see it, of course. But um, I will be very much looking forward to it. Yeah, I so don't have fun. gold, so you'll have, to, you'll have to do your... Pulling your, oh, yeah, I don't know. we haven't really got we haven't really got time to go into the ins and outs of the filming of that, but that was a lot of fun, and perhaps we'll talk about that next time. Um, um, so I know we're I think... running out. Can I just say one thing, please? So, <laughs> I um, have got a what's that word? Pr- pr- a penon, a penance, a penchance, a per. Oh, penchance, penchance. Per... Is it penchance? What's that mean? I've got this. What do you want to say? I like the film Bridget Jones's Diary. I've just always liked it. It's a bit like Friends. It's like a comforter for me. Right. Anyway, so I was re-watching it like over and over and over and over again. I mean, the tape would have burnt if it was a VHS. Um, And um, so I realised a sad thing that I used to say I am Bridget Jones. I mean, she she chooses the wrong men as in me, she um, gets pissed on her own. She eats um, Branson pickle out of a jar and um, can wear very big knickers sometimes. <laughs> but the most depressing thing was, Rich, is yeah. that I've always missed this part. Yesterday, she said her age and I realised I'm fucking 12 years older than her now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh. I'm 12 years older and I'm still Bridget Jones. And to go along with that, I watched The Sound of Music and realised that the old nuns are younger than me. Oh, fuck. So that's all I have to say. Apart from Mother Abbess, or whatever her name is, the rest of, she climbed a tree and scraped her knee, her dress has got a tear. I was like, you're really old. I'm like, nope, you're 30. 
You're actually pretty young. Well, I, I saw someone post on Facebook the other day the ages of the actors who were in Alpha Vita Zen Pet. Do you remember watching that in the early 80s? I didn't really watch um, it because when I was younger, I used to go, oh, building site, I don't want to watch it, but I know yeah, it. Yeah, we got like Jimmy Nail and Tim Healy. And of course, you watch, I remember thinking, oh, God, they're all quite old, but they're, none, of them are old, <laughs> none of them are older than like 32 or something. <laughs> I know. Most of them are like in their late 20s. Fuck. Fuck me. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. think that'll do for now. I think, lovely to see you, Jenny. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to this. We'll catch you next time. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode of Jenny and Richard Podcast. Uh, if you've enjoyed it, please subscribe and tell your friends. You can also follow us on Instagram at Jenny and Rich's Podcast. What is it, Rich? I think that's it. Yeah, I was trying to look it up <laughs> subtly on my phone. I couldn't work out how to do it. I think it's be... Jenny and Rich's Podcast. Yeah, Jenny yeah. Rich Jenny Rich Podcast. And, you know, it, we'll link to it. It's fine. But please check it out. Thanks for listening. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>